All right, welcome back to WGAM's coverage of Merrimack Hockey. With us is the head coach of the Northeastern Huskies, it's Jim Madigan. And, uh, well, Jim, first of all, uh, you know, we're talking about the fact that it's it's early in the season, but still, uh, you know, you guys have played five games. You'll play seven after this this uh, weekend. And, and I know that in the in the past there have been times where it's, it's you know, you've been try- you guys have been trying to get out of the gate strong. And it seems like you've been able to do that this year. Two, two, and one, I realize, only 500. But the schedule you guys have played so far, you got to feel pretty good about that. Yeah, you know, and it, as you know, Mike, it, it's a this league is really difficult. Every, each and every weekend, you have to bring it. You have to bring your A game. And you know, a focus of ours this year was was getting out to a good start. The first ten games, the, the last two years, we had struggled out of the, out of the box. At, you know, with one seven and two last year, one eight and one two years ago. So it was a focus. And you know, we got out to you know two zero start with wins over Merrimack and Boston College, and then you know, and then you know. Uh, Played BC the third game and you know didn't play well at all. And then the last two, I liked how our effort was last weekend, but we only came away with one out of four points. So at the end of the day, it's still this league is uh, and, the, and hockey is results oriented, and we got to find a way to get some you know more than one point a weekend. So um, you know, so it's a building block to where we're at, but there's a long way to go. And but we've got we're starting to try and build that base and foundation, which they continue building from. You know, not only have you guys gotten out of the gate strong overall, you know, record-wise, but also, you know, within games, you guys have scored almost all your goals. I think in the first period, early in the game, you know, what's the, what's led to that, I guess, and and what's also the challenge in trying to make sure that you guys are able to bring it for a whole sixty minutes? Yeah, you know, again, a focus on our starts in the, in the first period and trying to have that first period, you know, kind of dictate how the rest of the game is going to go for us. And you know, and our first periods, four of the five games have been very good, and uh, now we just maintain that same focus and uh, for the second third period and regardless if you're up by a goal or two goals you got to play the same way and, and those are things that we're working on as a team so that we don't you know change our approach and we don't you know play to the scoreboard we just play to our strengths and try to continue executing our systems regardless of the score so, so what have you liked so far about your team and what would you like to see better you know, I, I've liked how we've starting to grow up a little bit as a team and um, you know, against Boston College, which was our third game of the year, we just didn't respond the whole game, and we didn't manage the game for 60 minutes. And the last two games, where um, last Friday night we were up three to one, and we we gave away gave up two goals, and then I made a coaching excuse me a, a goaltending change. And I like the way our team responded for the last you know half more than half of that game, and we had some chances to win the game, and obviously I end up losing on a you know on a bang bang player play around the net with 52 seconds left in the game. And on the Saturday, I just liked our demeanor and our approach. So the, I, I, I think we're starting to mature. We have a long way to go. But I, I see some maturation with our team during the game and managing game. And things we need to get better at, there's a lot of areas, but we need to get more scoring. I mean, we've got some highly offensive skilled players who, who got off to a good start in the last you know few games. You know, We haven't had that balanced scoring. So we've got to get more pucks to the net and drive the net and, and try to uh, create some more uh, scoring opportunities for ourselves. You know, special teams, I know you like to see that improve as well. Uh, power play, probably in particular. I mean, how much of a, a factor is that, that that we're early in the season here? You haven't had a lot of time to work on things. Yeah, no, we've been trying to work on it a lot the last, um, you know, two to three weeks, and and certainly uh, it's not where we want it to be. Um, we've for a couple of different reasons, both the power play and penalty killing, we haven't been able to, you know, get where you get to the point where we're we're confident when we go out there. This week was a real good practice, a week of practice with our confidence level, just the moving pucks on the power play, finding the the uh, open guy, changing you know a little different look, and then on the PK, you know, um, we've been given up 
you know, giving teams like a fourth out out there, not clearing the puck a full two on your feet, and giving teams another opportunity. So we'll we'll change it around a little bit there, and then it's just about executing, and, and we just got to execute better in both areas. But I like our personnel in the areas. It's just now a matter of execution. Before I let you go, I want to uh, ask you, Fernie Flamin, of course, passed away over the summer, and uh, you have a unique perspective having played for him, uh, you know, coached with him and so on, and having been here for many years. Uh, uh, you know, t- give us uh, y- your thoughts and maybe one or two stories that we haven't heard before. Well, with Fernie, he was... Um you know, he was a gentleman first and foremost, and so he had this image of being a big bad Bruin, and you know, guy who had a lot of penalty minutes with the Bruins. And when he retired, I think he retired as the all-time, you know, penalty minute leader with the Bruins. And uh, but there was a soft spot behind behind that that, that uh, exterior of his, and and he cared for a young man, and he wanted us to uh, all do very well in life, and uh, and he, he just treated us like like men. And you know, he's he was a mentor to a lot of us, and you know, there's there's a lot of stories that end up coming out. At, uh, um, at his passing and a lot of the former players that came together um, but and I'm not going to relate one specific story but we just had uh, our alumni game um, and a lot of the guys from the 1981-82 team came back which which my freshman year a year that was, was very strong here we went to the final four won the ECAC championship and there was to, to to memorialize them and to remember them, reflect back to, to them, we probably had 20, 30 Fernie Flamin stories being yeah. bannered back and forth over a couple of uh, um, you know beverages. And Fernie, the story of that is that Fernie's uh, is still with us and deep down in our, in our hearts, and we're all indebted to his um, uh, him providing us an opportunity to come to this great institution and to you know uh, uh, and have a great experience at Northeastern. All right, Jim, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Good luck tonight and tomorrow the rest of the way. Thanks, Mike. Good luck.